them are more than pals Our show can be a little gay But if you're not, that's okay You can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who Guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, why Nona too? She promised there's something for you She nerds out We're girls that like girls That like dirty things Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Wendy. And I'm Tara. On today's episode, we have a lot of nerd news to cover, and we're also going to start celebrating uh, Pride Month. Woo! Pride! That's right. We're just every every episode in June. We're just kind of an ep- a, a segment of just really loud, bassy music. Our club section. Our club segment. Clubbing. And you're going to pay like twenty bucks for a beer. <laughs> It's snap after dark in the club. <laughs> snap in the club. That's an idea. <laughs> uh, but first, uh, hey, everybody. There's some horrible things going on in the world and in our country and in our town. We're in L.A. right now. So we know it. Uh, we're not a hard-hitting news podcast. And we kind of are, you know, escapism is kind of our thing. So we're going we're gonna to do that. We're going to continue to do that. But just know that, you know, we know what's going on. And it's, it's, it's definitely affecting me. Um, but. You know, for the next hour, let's just kind of not uh, think about any of that. Thinking about everybody, just everybody stay safe. It feels silly that we're gonna, about to talk about some silly things, but... We're we're the diversion. Yeah, I watched a lot of lo- news the last two days, and I worked at news this morning. So I know I personally would want just to clear my mind of everything for at least an hour. So let's do that. Yeah. And now, nerd news. Nerd news! Nerd news! A little different. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I liked it. I was, uh, was last week. I was trying not to look too dumb. Hey, not guys. That I, <laughs> not that I could help it. <laughs> a rocket launched into space this week. That was one good thing that happened. Yeah, that was good. Did you watch it, cat? The, the ultimate nerdiness. You didn't watch was the there, rocket go? I didn't. I was too scared. Uh, it, it was a little brought scary. a little tear to my eye. Yeah. It was and impressive. as it went up, I said, God bless America. It's pretty amazing, right? It's pretty incredible. That was the um, the nice, you know, nice thing. That was really nice, that, but the, that happened. The part that was almost funny was, you know, the big thing of this rocket is they've made the the rocket booster to where they can actually fly it back, basically, <laughs> and land it on this tiny landing pad. That's probably not that tiny out in the ocean. And they say it's like the equivalent of throwing a pencil off a skyscraper and landing on the eraser on a postage stamp. It's that amazing. difficult. So they're, they have the camera on the landing pad. It's like, oh my gosh, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And all of a sudden, it cuts to the screen. And the ship's name is something like, but I still love you, is the name of the ship. So the screen comes up, says, but I still love you, camera out, or camera yeah. not working, or something <laughs> like that. Difficult. Oh, we're like, what is this? And then it cuts back to the little landing pad, and there's the rocket. Like a second later. Like, they it went the off rocket. long enough for you to read it, and then it comes, hmm. yeah, then it's like, Oh, it's there. I thought that they were like sh- going to a different camera or something, but they just nope mm-hmm. came back and they just. And I'm sure the giant, That's enormous suspicious. heatness the thing- of the rocket landing probably <laughs> knocked out the camera for a second. So it's understandable. The thing felt, you know, thousands of miles through the atmosphere, and <laughs> it did not landing. go out. It went through the, you know, burnt up as it was coming in, and then yeah, as it landed, it went out. <laughs> that was a did. bummer. Yeah. It is impressive. The rest was really cool. Yeah, the countdown it's, it's and all I'm the that science that. that they tell you about before, and uh, yeah, so it's like the first what re I don't say like reusable rocket, not dumb no. it down that much, but that's pretty much what it's it kind is. of a like reusable rocket. That's the whole thing. Yeah, it's to yeah. yeah. So it's, it's exciting. Great. Science. Love NASA. Some, something to celebrate. It was something to celebrate. It was a good moment. And there were a lot of posts about how lucky those two astronauts were yes. to leave Earth right yes. about now. Yeah, good choice. Yeah, I get it. Enjoy your time, <laughs> boys. It's uh, not missing anything. No. I wish I was in space right now. I would totally take him up on that offer. In other news, Sci-Fi Network is partnering with GLAAD, and uh, they're going to celebrate Pride Month with some special programming. Thank you, USA and Sci-Fi. Thank you, you, Sci-Fi. And uh, most notably, something that I think we can all get behind, 
They're going to do uh, every week in June. They're going to do a way hot Wednesday, hmm. uh, Wednesday morning marathon with uh, way hot themed episodes of Winona Earp. Nice. Sounds delightful. Right. Mm-hmm. That's how I want to wake up. <laughs> wake up with way oh. hot. <laughs> exactly. And also they're going to do, uh, they're going to continue the Xena Warrior Princess marathons every Thursday. And they're going to continue to kind of pepper in Renee and, and uh, Lucy interviews, but I think on point, so sort of more, right. you know, more talking about sort of um, their lesbian fan base and, and, uh, and that sort of thing. Um, Can I see, wasn't I reading, uh, they were talking about Vagrant Queen also, which has some oh, yes. content. And did I see it correctly? <laughs> it's like a female led production or creative team or it's like a oh what for vagrant queen yeah, yeah. i think uh, the creator showrunner is a woman of color and i hmm. think uh i think there's i'm not sure i i want to say there's some some gay representation in the writers room but i don't know that for sure but if you're keeping up with the show there is now the official ship of the uh, uh i don't know the name yet but i'm sure it's a great ship name i'm um, sure they kind of started that ship in the first episode didn't they they kind of laid the uh, yeah. the groundwork for that, yeah. So, welcome, va- vagrant queen, to the um to the representation fold. <laughs> um, so no, it's really cool, and you know, Sci-Fi Network, it's great. You know, very inclusive. All a lot of their shows have a lot of you know inclusive characters. So this is it sounds like they're going to do them. a lot of of fan created videos as far as inclusivity and. Yeah, you know, just different things that that viewers have contributed video wise to show their individuality, and you know, it looked. I saw the little promo where it had some of that. It looks like fans and talking about, hey, this is a this is a community accepts everyone. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, and also, I, I can. Uh, Deadline had an article about it, and I read a little farther down. Apparently, there's Wendy. Have you heard of this? Looking for Leia. No. It's a seven-part docu-series about women as well as non-binary fans who found who found identity, connection, and purpose in their love of the galaxy far, far away. Hmm. And Sci- Sci-Fi ha- has acquired this docu-series. I think it's on Hulu now. Um, I kind of feel like that should we should put that on our maybe our Pride watch list. Um, Does it go on somewhere about- else? Because I don't have the Hulu. Well. <laughs> I think if Sci-Fi yeah. acquired it, it might be on their website. Oh, okay. Well, I will look for that. So look into that. <laughs> but what a great, I mean, that sounds pretty darn cool. Yeah. Looking for Leia. That's great. In all the wrong places. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> um, moving on. Pirates of the Caribbean is going to reboot with a female lead. So it's a reboot, not a sequel. That means yeah. no Johnny Depp. Yeah. Uh, so so it's maybe it's a totally re- a re- different, different uh, direction, I should say. So it's not like a yeah. continuation, right? Correct. That's, that's, I mean, there's very little information, but so far that seems to be the direction they want to go. So no one's been cast yet or haven't thrown out any names. Did anyone throw out Amy Acker? <laughs> Not uh, yet, but they will. <laughs> we, we just did. That's the I will. Yeah. Actor. She wants to go to space, but I think a pirate would be fun, too. I don't think she's I mean, ever I played thought, a pirate. I, I suggested that she be in a pirate movie. Yeah, that's if you'll, true. If you'll remember when Amy was on the show. Yeah. Yes, I remember that. When was that? <laughs> that was, uh, last week. Was well, actually, so one name. So if you go to Disney Insider, which it looks like it's just like a Disney fan site. Um they are they are suggest they're kind of you know reading between the lines and they're thinking that maybe Karen Gillian is it Gillian or Jillian? I think it's Gillian. I Thank have you. no idea, but I don't know. Cool. I have no idea, I and think- I should because she was on Doctor Who. Yeah, you in- like her on Doctor Who. I feel like She's it's Gillian. Who, I knew her Gil- before or Gillian. she was. <laughs> she before she sold out and did the Avengers yep. movies. <laughs> uh, so she plays uh, the Scarlet Witch in. Uh, some Marvel movies, and she's also in Jumanji. But she's, uh, they're, they're thinking, well, what? The Scarlet, Witch. Witch. Scarlet wait, Witch. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. She's not the Scarlet Witch, darling. She's, um, the blue, she's the blue girl in, yeah. And she's what? Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is she she's really? Bad, and then she becomes yeah. good. Uh-huh. Whoa, I didn't know that. She's bald. I forget. 
Who's the Scarlet? <laughs> I forget. Who's, yeah, no, she's yeah, she's oh, the girl. Boy, I was really wrong. And then she's in Jumanji. <laughs> yeah. I think huh. she'd probably be a good choice. I for the pilot movie. I guess. I don't know. I hope. I don't know. I'm a little oversaturated with her right now. Really? Hmm. I mean, I like her. I don't want to say over. I I mean, I liked her as Amy <laughs> Pond. I mean, she does what she does well. I just think for this particular movie, there are better op- options. Well, like. it's not okay. signed and sealed. Maybe they'll find some. No, no, not at all. Uh, so another sort of some more speculation from this fan site is that they're going to incorporate or maybe center the movie around Red, who is this uh, female pirate that they have added to the Pirates of the Caribbean ride mm-hmm. because they felt it was too misogynistic. Mm-hmm. There was like a you guys know about this story like there's the there's the the auction right the was it wench like a auction? wench auction yeah the wenches <laughs> right. <laughs> So they kind of like, you know what? It's the two, you know, it's 20 teens. So we should maybe right. update this a bit. So they, they added this female pirate. And now instead of a a, <laughs> a wench auction, I think they're like selling chickens or something. <laughs> but she's involved. She's kind of like the auctioneer. Um, so Whoa, there's, so there's, she's like a, a boss. Like wow. a, pirate cap, a pirate captain. Uh, which oh. I'm all I'm all about that. So I'm I would I would enjoy that if they decided to make her the kind of center of this movie. I love listen. I love pirates. I'm a big pirate fan. I love Pirates of the Caribbean. I love the ride. The movies kind of lost me over the years. Um, I didn't. I wasn't a big fan of like the supernatural element to the movies, and it's kind of weird because I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. Generally, once the CGI got more and more, I, I was out. I like yeah. the first one or two. Yeah, I thought the first one was good. Um, but, you know, you don't need all the supernatural crap. You just need people running around with cutlasses and boats swinging around. Like, that's all. That's good. That's good stuff, you know? Yeah. So is Jack. I wonder if Jack Sparrow is going to be in it. I don't think okay, so. It's just going to no. be totally. Okay. I think they just kind of said part of the excitement is to totally take it in a new direction. So these are just other fun. pirates. They're not on the Black Pearl. Maybe. Okay. Like I think maybe, you know, uh, Jack Sparrow exists in this world, but we're not going to see him. Maybe his story's done. Let's say okay. that. I also don't I also don't think Disney wants to Johnny Depp doesn't have a good reputation right now. He doesn't? <laughs> what happened? Personal. Really? Well, I thought it was well, I thought it was kind of like there was a thing that they said he did, but then it's like, no, it was done to him. Like he was kind of beat up on. Mm-hmm. And it well, sort of like I don't know. Maybe there's other things. Drama. Drama. I don't know the facts. I don't want to. I don't want to yeah. say anything without the facts. But so maybe I'm just maybe I'm speculating that they're kind of we are trying to move all move about away the facts. <laughs> yeah. Even, yeah. So that's true. We go for facts. Um, but I think even even if there was no issue, I feel I feel like it's probably a good idea to just totally go in a whole new. You know, they kind of they ran its course. I mean, I don't think that anybody ever expected it to go past one movie. And then what did they end up doing four? Four. And the last one, Dead Men Tell No Tales, ended up making almost $800 million worldwide. Hmm. Wow. 2017. And so, of course, Disney's like, well, let's start making those movies again. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Uh, Why not? So we'll see. To be continued. Someday. Someday. Okay, we're going to talk about Ruby Rose some more. As we know, as we talked uh, with Amy Acker last week, if you'll remember on the podcast. <laughs> who was is that who that was that was in here? I forgot. I, I no, that was Amy Acker. She's an actress. Oh, I thought she looked familiar. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so uh, as we all know, Ruby Rose has uh, announced that she's stepping away from Batwoman. She will not be in uh, season two. And she has she's been doing some um, vague social media posting. Uh, addressing her shocking uh, exit. Her post uh, is as follows. It wasn't an easy decision, but those who know, know. I didn't want to not acknowledge everyone involved and how big this was for TV and for our community. I've stayed silent because that's my choice for now, but now I adore you all. I'm sure next season will be amazing also. X, X, X. Hangs up cowl and cape. That's not big at all. No, no, no. It seems like mm-hmm. she wants to talk, but maybe right. she can't talk. Yeah. That happens, hmm. I'm sure, quite often. 
So then maybe don't say anything. Right. <laughs> People can't yeah. help themselves. Maybe just like, don't talk then. Yeah, just leave it how themselves. you left it. Yeah. Well, I'm sure she put that out too because then, then the rumors started like, oh, this is because she didn't like the long hours and was difficult and got cranky and whatever. So maybe she's like, look, there's more to it. I can't say it, but and I'm sure it's probably a combination. I don't know. Maybe there are other things involved with the show that made her unhappy other than just the long hours. Maybe the injury pay- played a bigger part. Mm. So I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. You never know what's going on. You never yeah, know. There's any know. any number of things could have attributed to her decision. So you think she'll spill the beans at some point? Oh yeah. Probably. I think so. Once the new season actually gets going and she's got no more obligation to right. it. Right. And she starts to see all the billboards around town with her not on them. Yeah. <laughs> right. They're uh, right. Uh, uh, <laughs> And so there's still, you know, there's lots of speculation as to who's going to replace her. Nobody knows. There's a, there's just, you know, whoever they pick is probably going to be great. There's so many choices they can go with. And it seems like they do want to pick someone who is, uh, you know, queer, who's an out sort of queer actress. Mm So um, I'm sure there's lots of women who are chomping at the bit to audition for this role. So we'll see. Should be fun. And again, once again, how do they have to prove that they're queer? It's <laughs> a good question. It's kind of a little, dis- I mean, discrimination. Kind of gross. Yeah, you know, kind of gross. like, what do you have to, like, okay, and <laughs> what you tell, you know, when we're saying we don't have to put people in boxes and we don't have to, you know, wow. I need you to label yourself so we can go ahead and put that out there and then, is there a way, like, do you have this documented on social media or anything? Because people are going to want to make sure that we're actually picking. Can we see your queer license, please? Do you have your license? Yeah. <laughs> if, you could, if you guys could just kiss right now, we want to see <laughs> we believe it. <laughs> it is weird, isn't it? It's a very good point, Tara. It's Because you don't hear that. Like, uh, we're looking for, we definitely want to cast a straight person in this role. You couldn't right. do, get away with that. No. No. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it I get it. They I really mean, want to make a big, you know, representation right. kind of casting thing. Yeah, I get it, it, but it's just place. kind of, yeah. 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 But, still, but it is weird. Wonder. And if you have to list that on your resume or like who, does your agent have to confirm that when they're setting up yeah. your audition? It's like, okay, on, on your resume, please include and a you list, can just a say list that. of X's. If you're just like your a, ex. if you're going out for an audition, you know, I'm yeah, sure they're oh, only totally kind of gay. calling people in that they have, you know, in mind, but that rules out a lot of potential, yeah. potentially good people. And also, you know, yeah, like you, you have to come out to say, I don't know, whatever. We'll see. I'm sure it'll be it's great. Strange. It's strange. Hmm. But we'll see. Just get a good actor, man. I want just uh, let's pick a good actor. I just you know want an actor who I don't. I'm not distracted (laughs) by their obvious attempts to hide their accent. (laughs) I still think they should have just made her Australian and made her have just spent (laughs) like five years in Australia, so she just has this accent that comes out every once in a while. I agree. That would have been less distracting. Instead of spending that time on like an ice crate, where was she? Like a like Antarctica or something at the beginning. She was there for a yep. while. They should have just had her go to Australia. Yeah, why not? Well, she could work out in the desert, you know? Yeah. Well, I think out there. I think we even probably talked about it at the time she was cast, but I have a feeling there were some really, really good actors, actresses who fit everything they wanted, but just didn't have the name. So they're like, you know, this girl's amazing. We love her, but Ruby Rose, people know who she is. So let's go with her. And maybe... Okay. Some of the people they looked at before, I bet they go back to and say, you know, we really like this girl. She's not that well known, but I thought we should thought she was amazing. Let's just give it. Let's give her a shot. You know, hopefully. Yeah, and now the show's got enough traction that. Yeah, it's already got. It's established. Without already, it. Yeah, right. People are already going to be talking mean. about it regardless. So. You know, give that unknown a shot. It's a bad woman. I kind of right. like the girl. I don't know. Did you, how caught up are you, Cat? Okay, well, there's this girl where um, when Batwoman kind of takes a step back and then there's like this 
fake Batwoman going out there and she dresses in the cape and she's like still helping people so that people think that Batman is Batwoman is still out there. Kind of liked her. She wasn't in it that much. She just had, but remember she was at like Mary's uh, clinic and she got hurt and she, she's just in a couple episodes, but you know, I dug her not saying that they should cast her, but I could totally get into, you know, another Batwoman. If you know what I mean? Hmm. <laughs> I think I do. I think. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, can you, you please clarify? Please? <laughs> All right. So, Indiana Jones five. <laughs> There's more Cinco. talk. Um, as Over we know, here, it's so. been delayed until 2022. Lord, Harrison's um, <laughs> gonna be 85. <laughs> How old is he? Not quite 85. I always forget his birthday. <laughs> Not he's far from enough. it. No, I'm saying. Yeah, he's in his 80s, right? Isn't he? No, is he I is don't he turning think 80? so. Hang on, hang Research. on. I should have this note. How I always forget his birth year is beyond me because he's my husband. He was born in 1942. <laughs> so that makes right. him 70. Math. He's going to be 78. 70. So he'll be yeah. 80 in... Well, I think they film. I think the release is in 2022. Okay, right. so he'll be 79. So he's he's spry. still old. Still he's still old. He's up you think there. He's going to do his own stunts as much as he can. <laughs> no, I don't think he should. He does too many of his own stunts. He should not be flying any kind right. of yeah. plane he or helicopter. Real life stunts. He had an airplane mishap again the other day. Maybe they. Yeah. Of course he did. <laughs> He's, yeah, no, he's got This is going to end very poorly if he keeps doing this. We know how this ends. He's got to stop. He's younger than than Patrick Stewart, and he just did Picard. Really? Again, so Patrick yeah, Stewart by two great. years. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, is this correct? Hold, please. Hold, please. I'm looking <laughs> at something know. very serious. Oh, I believe please. he and Patrick Stewart had the same birthday two years apart. Mm. Oh. July thirteenth. So I'm saying. So mm-hmm. he's soon to be 79. No, no he's soon sure. to be 78. 78. Okay, so he's 77. So he'll be like 79 when they shoot it, probably, or 8. 78 or 9. So either way, <laughs> he's up there. <laughs> he's up and there. And look, I let him do what he does, however old he is. I just want the movie. And from the article about the guys directing it who did Logan, it sounds like they really want... He wants to get back to what you loved about Indiana Jones in the first place, that good old Raiders of the Lost Ark feel. You know, I liked that. And first of all, that movie was perfect. Um, I feel like the last one, they definitely just, it was too cartoonish. It was too, I mean, I love you Spielberg, but it was just not right. Um, It was terrible. And you kind of returned to more of what made the first one so great. Just more sort of reality, just sort of realistic feeling. I mean, Indiana could shoot somebody. You know, they they didn't bend over backwards to try to make him not shoot somebody, even when it made sense. I don't know. Let's make it more gritty. Go out, go out on top, Harrison. Well, Logan was definitely gritty. Yeah, great movie. Uh, so I'm, I feel good about this director. So James Marigold, uh, as you say, he Marigold Logan, or Mangold? Is- it gets yeah. Mangold, and I'm pretty sure it's Karen Gillan, not Gillian. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, guys. <laughs> We know huh. you have a stellar track record when it comes to names, but I think it's Mangold. I think he's friends with Harrison. Make it is Mangold. Mangold. Let's, I'll go with Mangold then. <laughs> Marigold. <laughs> like, oh, I've never heard of that guy. Anyway, uh, he, he directed Logan, which is a was another sort of uh, a franchise that people were, you know, wanted to see end uh, in a certain way. And he delivered. That's a great movie. Um. And uh, he says, like, in all my work, I'm always trying to find an emotional center to operate from. With any franchises serving the same thing again, the same way usually just produces a longing for the first time you ate it. So, yeah, he's embracing sort of the nostalgia, but he wants to give us kind of a new new twist. But honestly, like, he doesn't have to work very hard to improve on the last movie. The last movie was absolutely terrible. It wasn't so bad if you took the whole Indiana Jones out of it. Like, if you just looked at it like, this is an Indiana Jones, it's just a fun movie, then it was kind of fun. But if it were you were looking at it as part of the Indiana Jones story, it was pretty disappointing. Mm. Uh, and so, uh, James Mangold will be directing 
Frank Marshall will be producing along with uh, Steven Spielberg. Heard of him? And Jonathan Kasdan, son of Raiders of the Lost Ark screenwriter Lawrence Kasdan, will co-scribe. Uh, oh, and uh, and co-scribe of Solo Story. So he he wrote your favorite Star Wars movie, Wendy. <laughs> uh, he's going to be writing the script for this movie. Yeah, it's got a good team behind. It. I mean, I'm I'm all for it. Bring it on. Just get it done before he breaks a hip, so you can you know. Although I guess he did break a leg on Force Awakens and kept going, so you can't put the man down. He's legend. Just stay out of those planes, Harrison. <laughs> okay, Colin. I'm not going to say his name because I'm going to I'm going to butcher it. So, what's his name? The guy that uh, wrote the original Trevoro. 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 That looks right. Oh, yeah, okay. Trevoro. So, Colin Trevoro's abandoned Star Wars script has been animated thanks to the YouTube channel Mr. Sunday Movies. Uh, it's a delightful interpretation of that abandoned script. And actually, Mr. Sunday Movies, if you have some time to kill, you want to do a deep dive into some, to some really fun uh, little shorts, go to Mr. Sunday Movies on YouTube. It's a lot of fun. It's got a lot of good stuff. But this is a really cute uh, sort of claymation um, interpretation of that script. There's some some really fun stuff, and just sort of the commentary of it is 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 really fun too. So if you have like was it like ten minutes or something to kill some time, yeah, it's really long. fun to watch. Yeah, it was interesting. It was a, it would have been interesting to see if that script ever really got <laughs> made into a movie because like Ray loses her sight for a while, and um, yeah, it definitely goes a kind of a different way and kylo goes and trains with that weird octopus guy <laughs> right <clears throat> yeah it's he was like a sith, a sith uh master or something yeah yeah That's and that was you know at least we get the weird animation version of it and they like and uh ray had like a luke skywalker-esque the like a return of the jedi black outfit yeah, darker. Cool. Hmm. Yeah, it was different. It was definitely different than what we got. Definitely darker, I'd say. Right. I and maybe that's they... why they fired him because they didn't want it, want it to go so dark. <laughs> I feel like I read too. Like it's, it's some some script version. I think that like the Falcon blew, blew up with Chewie and Lando in it or something. Oh, that's no. too dark. Don't be killing the Falcon. <laughs> Don't you dare well, touch the kill. Falcon or Chewie. Chewie. Um. Did Would Kylo... you be more upset if they killed Chewie or or if they blew up the Falcon? What's more What's more upsetting to you, Wendy? See, <laughs> I don't know, man. I love the I love the Falcon and I love Chewie, but Han's already dead, and so Chewie could die and be with him. I don't know. They'd both be sad. They're They're really both not good to kill. I'm glad they both made mm. it. At least or would you rather them go down together? If they're gonna go, go together. Mm. But I'd rather I I wish Han was still around. But that you know, mm-hmm. Wookiees apparently live. I don't know. I don't know. I guess he still has a good long life ahead of him. So <laughs> did did Kylo make it at the end to the end of the animation of the other script, or did Kylo that, die? I think he died again, right? Died. Yeah, yeah. He was never getting out of there. There's no. I think way. he had like a thing with Poe in that one, right? In the script version, and I think like uh, Rose was in it more. There when there's something about yes. Rose being in it more. Definitely. Rose was, was in, in it more than like the minute and a half yeah. that she's in. She yeah. got ripped off. <laughs> that was ridiculous. She did. You know, Horrible. on an unrelated note, we're getting the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League after all the online petitioning and whatnot of people wanting Snyder cut and they're giving it to us. I want, and I know everybody has their thing they want, I want the extra long JJ cut that he thought he was going to perhaps be able to release. I don't think we, I definitely know we'll never see that, but we might. Man. I mean, if Disney can make can make money, yeah, yeah the Snyder Cut um, makes, yeah, makes money. Yeah, get, you know, the Snyder Cut may determine in the future studios saying, "All right, we'll give you this cut that you want," and because we know people will pay. Yep, that's what it's all about. I don't see why not. There's no why not. You know. There's oh, no I would definitely pay to see the longer JJ cut. So. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe Mr. Sunday Movies will do a animated version of J.J. Scott. <laughs> that, might be right. a, that might be all we get. All right, guys, let's jump in the truck. We're going to the trailer park. 
Trailer oh, park. Trailer oh. park. Well, he just took a hard <laughs> right turn to the trailer park. <laughs> What's at the trailer park? Well, we're gonna. <laughs> we want. Let me see. take a guess. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Tara. What, what do you think it is? <laughs> Trailers. Of course. Hey, good job. So there's a new Perry Mason coming to HBO. This new series from the um, one of the creators of uh, sorry, he, one of the creators is a producer on Westworld. His name is Ron Fitzgerald. I got that name right. <laughs> uh, and it's starring Matthew Reese, Titania Maslany. I'm going with that. Ooh, John Lithgow okay, yeah. and Robert Patrick. Um, this looks really good. I'm not like a fan of the of the the original version of Perry Mason, but mm-hmm. looks like sort of gritty LA. Really, kind of some cool stuff going on. Uh, looks really good. Yeah, I'm into it. I don't remember the original Perry Mason. I feel like it's one of those shows that I would watch at a babysitter's house when I was little, and they would have it on. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it definitely feels like it has absolutely nothing to do with the original Perry Mason other than the name from what I can right. tell. Like he, someone mentioned, I guess the original Perry Mason was, was he a DA or prosecutor or prosecutor? I think, I don't remember this guy. They said this guy seems more like a detective. Yeah. Well, then oh, why I call know. it Perry Mason? That's weird. See, that's the thing. I feel like people just make shows that they could just be their own original <laughs> shows, but they, they, uh, just have put a name that people are familiar with just for the mm-hmm. recognition. So, like, Oh, Perry Mason. I liked it. It could have nothing to do with that Perry Mason, right? But they know the name. Hmm. Interesting. It looks really good though. Yeah. Something to look forward to. That's what we need uh, these days. Something to look yeah, forward to. No kidding. More gritty LA. Real. Yes. <laughs> more gritty. <laughs> in my life. <laughs> what I want. That's an interesting point. Um, there's another great trailer out for a movie called The Vast of Night. It's sort of a fice, uh, fi sci. It's actually pronounced sci-fi uh, for those of you keeping track at home. And it's sort of this this female-driven um, 1950s style sci-fi movie. It's on Amazon Prime. And it looks really good. Yeah. Going to watch it. I think I'm going to watch it. I'm going to put it on the list. That's That's got to be on uh, what we're going to talk about next. Well, One of our, our pride events. Hey, now, before we get past Fast of Night, let mm-hmm. me point out, as I pointed out to Please. you two, my mm-hmm. former acting teacher, Gail Cronauer, plays the elderly... I don't, I don't want to say elderly. I don't know how she is. <laughs> but she wow. has like white hair. She has white hair for in the sure. movie. Well, then she's and, elderly for sure. And uh, I saw the trailer. Decrepit. I don't know. She's obviously playing an older woman. Uh, Gail, I don't think has white hair in real life, but uh, I haven't seen her in a billion years. But um, yeah, she plays. Uh, I saw her face in the trailer. and I thought huh, that looks like Gail Cronauer. I know it's not her, but I'm going to look it up. Sure enough, it was. And that's uh, cool. They shot in Texas, Texas and Oklahoma. And mm-hmm. uh, fun factoid, uh, our guest last week, that girl, Amy Acker. The first time I met her, I went up and I was trying to be like, hey, I was, I went to, I was from Dallas. I took acting too. Because eh? I was really saying stupid things. And um, she said, oh, <laughs> did you do any theater? And I was like, no. But I, and I, the only thing I could think of to say was like, oh, but I studied like with Gail Croner. She said, I know Gail. And I was like, score. I name dropped someone she actually knew. <laughs> so nice that was job. a long time ago. But be that as it may, Gail, mm-hmm. I did study, take classes with Gail. And she recognized my lack of talent early on. <laughs> helped, helped not guide me to going any further in the profession oh. and uh yeah apparently uh, she she taught some at smu and then uh also collin county community college where i took class, and also stage hmm. where i think she may have been the first woman i i one of the first people i studied with my hmm. career did not follow the same trajectory as Ms. Ackers. mine ended up behind the camera <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, but Gail's cool. She was really fun. And I it's good to see. It, if there's a big thing going on in Texas, chances are she's a part of it because she's That's awesome. She's a good actor. So hmm. watch it for Gail. All right, Gail. Nice. Well, we'll see you during our Snap Pride Film Festival. <laughs> you can't see me, but I'm waving around fake. Like uh, what are these called? Like what are these streamers or, or glow sticks? <laughs> Street glow sticks. Thank you. <laughs> you are, man. Tara is getting down. Yes. 
So we're going to have some pride events this month since we, you know, can't really do anything. Uh, LA pride is canceled as is most. I mean, I think all the, all pride events across the country, which really bumps me out. And we'll talk about that later. Uh, but we're going to start our film festival, right? Yes. We're having so our very week, own. We're going to pick something that we're going to watch that's related yeah. to LGBTQ uh, and talk about it. And then we're going to tell you a week beforehand so you can watch it too and join in. <laughs> Yeah. Watch so what's our first what's our first movie going to be? Well, I think that's a good one. What The Vast of Night? Is it gay? Oh, no, I don't think it's gay. Though, it's not right? gay? I don't think I don't know so. if it's gay. It's just oh, a it's woman just... lead. Oh, okay. So that's on the film. Okay. So then we can do The Secret Love, the Netflix documentary on the I don't know what a good synopsis is. Uh, it's a elderly a uh, lesbian couple and it tells yeah. their story about how at least one of them played for the women's baseball league um, right. back in the 30s, 40s, 30s or 40s. Yeah. 40s, yeah. Um, so documents their life and how they've been together and all the things that they had to go through. And it just looks like a really cool movie. And you know, you get to see like a real life league of their own action going on there. So yeah. Yeah. Can definitely right. watch that one. I'm down. Perfect on Netflix. Yeah. That's right. And then, then each week we'll kind of pick a new movie, and then we'll we'll continue on this festival, for Pride Month. Festivus. So Pride guys, what's that? Festivus. Pride Festivus. For the rest of us. <laughs> I got some real problems with you people. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We're gonna air rest in peace. Yeah. Yes. Um. And so, be, yeah, as you say, Tara, we can't really go out and celebrate Pride. The as you know, as you, you know, normally you'd go to a big festival or even just a parade or something. We can't obviously do that. So, we can talk about past Prides that we've we've been to, maybe favorite events that you guys have been to, or or kind of cool moments during Pride Month or anything like that. My favorite Pride event here in LA usually happens on Saturdays, and it is. Dyke Day. There you go. Dyke Day takes place. Well, it's been at a couple of places, but usually it's near Dodger Stadium at Elysian Park. And they've also had it, uh, I think, in Pasadena. Um, but usually it, it's there and it's just a really fun day. You can, it starts technically at noon, but people show up early so you can get a spot uh, under a shaded tree. Um, otherwise, it gets pretty miserable. So just hundreds of lesbians come together just queer people doesn't you don't have to be a lesbian you can be whatever um and it's just a big picnic so they've got a dj they've got food trucks um uh the dogs are allowed uh last or i think it was the year before last row and i were in the puppy parade <laughs> and row had on a cute little puppy pride shirt and i had my rainbow tank top on and we walked around in the puppy parade and this was just oh. so fun and just people are really chill you can bring your own coolers with drinks um with drinks you know what i mean and <laughs> yeah you can just sit out there all day you just sit out there hang out just talk to people people are real friendly and there's so many people that you do you have to sit pretty close to each other it becomes quite a puzzle trying to figure out how to get out mm. and go to the bathroom uh but it's cool it's, everyone's so friendly it's just one of my favorite days um, to go with a group or even just one other person, you can always meet somebody there, you know, and uh, it was just a really fun day and Ro enjoyed it too. So we I pack it... up all my rainbow things and we go. <laughs> so doesn't it, doesn't it start or finish with the Dyke March? Is that somehow involved? It's, uh, I don't, I don't know. I think it's okay. after the, the dike, the ride. I think there's a ride in the morning, but I've never done that part because like, I usually am one of the ones that show up early to get the good spot, and then got it. I'm there. So yeah, I mean Long Beach okay. has a really cool uh, dike ride, motorcycle ride. Uh, but I don't dikes on bikes. Dike, yes, but I don't remember what LA does. All right, fair enough. Yeah. All it's right. Good cool. It is. Wendy, favorite Pride memories events situations i went to a parade once that's really all i've done <laughs> well i've been to that many wasn't your friend loopy valdez 
usually the yes uh, yes she would, she's um, my friend loopy who is the or was the sheriff of dallas county um openly openly lesbian and hispanic like the only openly lesbian hispanic sheriff in the country i believe was voted by the people to be sheriff of dallas county for many years yeah because let me tell you if you knew loopy she is as no not no pun intended but like straight up straight she's not straight but like (laughs) good no no responsible (laughs) do the right thing trustworthy honest decent per- good person i've ever met how i'm friends with her i have no idea but she's awesome and she she actually resigned i guess from being sheriff because she ran for governor of texas and didn't wow. win because it's you know it's texas <laughs> but um you know i remember i i would be around her and she would have so many people come up to say you know i'm republican but i voted for you you know they loved loopy and if she was so good with people too and she was just straight shooter honest person but you know, be that as may, like she would be, she would participate in the pride parades all the time. And I don't think I ever went to one that she was a part of, but I remember going to one a while back. Who did I go with? I don't remember. Was it you, Tara? I think I went to one with you. I don't you. know. I don't know. <laughs> I think one. Yeah. Because they had them, they had them up and down like Cedar Springs up in, uh, in Dallas, the neighborhood. In the neighborhood. And um, I'm just not a big crowds kind of person. <laughs> so, but I did go and it was interesting. And, uh, and I wish I had more to elaborate on the whole experience, but I just haven't been to that many. And a lot of times too, <laughs> like a lot of times, honestly, I would be working on it because I worked weekends in uh, in Dallas. Oh, and yeah. so yeah, so I was a lot of times I had, or I was doing the volunteer. I had like volunteer days and stuff, and I, you know, that's lame excuses. But my weekends <laughs> were very like between volunteering and actually working. Um, you know, and then they would generally have the parades on like I think a Saturday or Sunday. Right. Yep. So, what do you do, Kat? Well, um, I've actually been to Pride in Dallas. Have you? When? Probably Whoa. like 20, maybe 2010, 2011, something like that. Hmm. Uh, so I uh, used to have a t-shirt company. Oh, and know. one of our sort of, we did, we would do sci-fi stuff. And we also did kind of gay pride stuff. Not kind of. It was gay pride <laughs> stuff. And so Prides were where we made most of our money every year. Um, so we'd get a booth and I kind of got burnt out on pride because of it for a couple (laughs) of years, because, you know, it's, you're there all day, two days, 10, 12 hours a day. And you see a lot of people. It's mostly, it's mostly fun. It's a big party. Right. And then there's a certain time in the day where everyone has been overserved. Oh dear! <laughs> and then the crazy, like, sort of the crazy stuff starts to happen, and you're just kind of like, I just want to go home. So I I was prided out for a while, but so I've been to like Phoenix Pride and Long Beach Pride and Long Beach is fun. Long Beach is great. I think Long Long Beach is probably my favorite of the Southern California prides. What I remember most about Long Beach Pride was that they, and I don't know if I haven't, I don't think the LA Festival has one, but they have a BDSM booth where you can go in. It's quite interesting. You just, everybody lines up. What? No, it's like a big tent and you just go in and just like watch people. They're like, do you want to be spanked? I mean, I didn't do it. They're like, here, you can go in this cage. It's just like a fun (laughs) thing that you go in and it's like, huh. This is okay. interesting. Just to kind of get an idea of what it's what it's about, maybe. Yeah, People it's just like a like huge tent in the middle of their of the Pride Festival. I don't remember that one. The popular tent. <laughs> sure it is. Sure it is. Uh, but no, I like Long Beach. Long Beach is pretty chill for Pride. Um, yeah, I love I love the parade. Uh, the West Hollywood Gay Pride Parade is a lot of fun. Uh, it's actually been it started to be televised over the last couple of years. They've started to televise it on local TV, which is pretty fun. Um, and yeah, no, pride is just so, it's such, you know, just to, especially when I was younger, to be able to go someplace, you walk through the gate and you know, you're in a safe place and you know, you can be yourself and you can, oh boy. Oh, oh, curfew, curfew. Is that curfew alert? This just, this just oh, in curfew. We just been warned tonight. about our curfew in LA. Like I'm going, like I'm going to be in bed so far before that. <laughs> yeah, we can't be out of the house until like past eight. Uh, anyway, see, I've got this. But I had to go to work before the curfew lifts, so I wonder if I get stopped. I can say, "Excuse me, sir, I have I'm part of the media because no, that'll make them 
that's the thing. <laughs> if, if you're going to or from work, yeah. I think that's your excuse. I Sadly, you have mute. to go to work. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. It will it will be a bummer not going to Pride this year. Um, and uh, yeah, just to be around a bunch of people that you can be yourself yeah. with, and it's it's a it's a great, you know you know, it's uh, the fact that that we get an entire month of Pride is, is really cool. But you know, obviously there's it'd be great if we didn't need it, right? Right. If we didn't. Uh, but it's great. It's fun. It's usually a big party. And uh, it's nice to see allies out there as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's a bummer this year. We won't, we won't be able to celebrate together. Uh, so we'll just, you know, we're going to figure it out virtually. We're going to do our own thing. Yeah. Next week we should get some glow sticks and just <laughs> party. Wave them in the air <laughs> like I just don't care. Yeah. I got some flags yeah. Up. That's why I like dyke day because I'm not a big clubber. Every once in a while, you'll get me to go out, but I have to like really mentally prepare. Because she has really those dance moves. Make sure I get how my dance moves are something to behold. Uh, <laughs> ladies, <laughs> watch out. Watch me go. <laughs> hey, after a few drinks, I think I'm awesome. So everybody thinks they're awesome. Probably if they've been drinking too, they think yeah, you're awesome. Yeah. They're like, well, okay, I can go. I can work with this. <laughs> uh, or just find someone that can dance really good. And I just like dance behind them like this. You know? yeah. Oh, that's good. That's my trick. Right. That's my trick. So uh, <laughs> anyway, I, I, uh, I'm not a clubber. So Dyke Day is fun because I do enjoy day drinking. <laughs> I enjoy it. Oh yeah, I'm a big fan. I'm enjoying it right that's now. That's my thing. I like to go. Yeah, that's why I like the parade because you can go and you can hang out, go find a spot to just chill. Especially in West Hollywood, there on Santa Monica Boulevard. Yeah. Uh, the great place that I love is the the Cantina. What's it called? It's there on Santa Monica Boulevard, pretty close to the Abbey. It's kind of like around the corner. Uh, but that's mm-hmm. my favorite place. You can get a little sit at the little bar there and just be right there on the street and watch people walk by. Nice. But you got to get there early. So I'm all about mm-hmm. starting early and then leaving yeah. before the super crazy starts. But I've got my buzz on. feel good. I'm not driving. I'm just you know, <laughs> taking my yes. Uber home. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but that's, that's how I roll. There are those days we could go out and like go to some place in public and do all these things, you know? Well, we go, you mean we, the before times? Before times, you know? Before we don't times. have the... The pride events where where everybody, you know, can get together for that celebration. We don't have the cons to go to for that celebration. I mean, the Xenocon's been postponed. We don't have that celebration. It's just a lot of virtual celebrating. And thank you, Sci-Fi and USA, for helping Mm -hmm. us with that. But uh, no no events to attend in public this year. I guess not right now anyway. So No, next year is going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot of parties next year, I feel like. Yeah. To make up for what we're missing this year. And then a there are going to be a lot of coronavirus yeah. resurgence. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> well, possibly. Yeah. This is all horrible. But, you know, I think in L.A., <laughs> if we can get I'm just excited because we get, I, I can get a haircut next week, I think. Really? Yeah, I That's think they're exciting. in L.A. They're opening up uh, barber shops and hair salons with well, precautions, of course. But right. Because, yeah. look, my undercut. This <laughs> looks like a bowl cut right now. <laughs> Not cute. My hair's really long now. I'd gotten it cut right before this, and, and cat's Kat, hair looks. Cool. We see cat's hair grow every week. Who, yeah. Who did that Le- for you? Lee Lee gave me a little touch up. Oh, nice. I got some, some clippers. I ordered some clippers, oh, and uh, she gave me another cut. It's actually working out. I need to borrow it's those good. for my fluffy cat. Your clippers. <laughs> He's got no. some mats that need to Don't. take care of. <laughs> but yeah, but this part's getting really long. So. Yeah, yeah no, but that looks long. cool. It looks cooler longer. We kind of flip it around. Yeah. See, it's like effortless. So effortless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so natural. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. yeah. So happy Pride Month, everybody. Join us in our virtual uh, Pride Festival. And, uh, you know, yeah, what are yeah, we watching? We, Secret Love. Secret Love. We're watching for next Secret week. Love. Secret Love. I feel love. like and we should try to come up with something each week to kind of, you know, celebrate. You know what, we, what we should do oh. to you guys? No, no. Have a, no, a no. rewatch of Below Her Mouth. No, no, <laughs> no, no. 
<laughs> I mean, listen, two, if we vote, if we vote, you no. know, two against three. Come on. Come on now. I never finished it the first time and I'm <laughs> completely at peace with that. I'm good. You missed some Fine. of the, like the, the best no. stuff. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I didn't. In air quotes. I'm pretty sure uh, I didn't. All right. Well, you want to do like a special thing every, well, I think we should get some glow sticks. Okay. Sure. You can do that. Like a little That's dance. That's your job. Go we'll get some glow sticks. Yeah. And then dance have like segment. a dan- dance segment. Yeah. Perfect. Well, we're going to have to go video on this. No one will see the dancing. <laughs> and it's going to be so appealing. You have to imagine it. It'll be so much yeah. better if you just get <laughs> a picture. <laughs> for a podcast, a dancing segment. And then Perfect. we can change our background to virtual backgrounds and be at the club. Oh. <laughs> my computer's too old it won't handle the virtual background you'll just have to get a lot of cat lady decor in my you just background. have to hang a ring, rainbow flag back there uh, yeah because uh, uh, uh yes i'm too old for, for the virtual. <laughs> computer wise anyway computer wise anyway yeah i'll have to do, rig up my own disco ball or something. well so yeah we'll, we'll we'll think of some other stuff too besides the dance there you go when he's dancing <laughs> she's raging uh, I, have moves. I have moves you you do indeed uh so happy pride month everybody and uh, if you have a suggestion of how we could celebrate on the podcast or a movie that we should add to our film festival you can send us an email to she nerds out at gmail.com or oh. the twitter <laughs> at, at at snop oddcast s-n-o-p oddcast we all got distracted by the cat that Wendy's holding up right now. Gidget is very, she's a chonker. She's a little chonky. Oh, chonky. She is chonky. Uh, but you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at She Nerds Out Podcast. And that, that's it. That's kind of it. Because you went first this time, Cat. I did. Did. I mixed it up. Yeah, it yeah. threw me off. I was distracted by Gidget, too, and it threw me off. Yeah. He was just lying there waiting to be picked up. And if you like what you heard today, God bless you. Uh, you can you can subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss an episode. And if you could leave us a review, we wouldn't be mad about it. And uh, yeah, be safe out there, everybody. Be yeah, safe. take care of yourself. Stay indoors if you're in LA. Curfew starts at eight. And uh, <laughs> till next week, she nerds out. Out. She nerds out. We're girls that like girls that like dirty things. Mm-hmm. <laughs>